I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Did you know that global sales-wise, YouTube has made as much money in the last quarter as Netflix has? Both of the companies made about seven billion dollars each in the last three months in 2021. Now, funny thing is that YouTube makes its money through advertising, and Netflix makes its money through subscriptions. Of course, YouTube has its YouTube TV, YouTube Premium, YouTube Music, which are additional revenue streams. But the majority of the money that YouTube makes is through advertising. Welcome to Smarter with Sid. Today we are going to look at how Netflix is trying to get one over YouTube in the way in which it's moving about its own business. On the face of it, these two are not direct competitors to each other. YouTube's primary revenue model is through advertising sales. Of course, there's the freemium service involved in YouTube, where you know where you can subscribe and get ad-free YouTube. On the other hand, Netflix obviously is completely subscription based and not ad based at all now given the fact that unfortunately both of these are vying for our attention the viewers attention somewhere they are competing and obviously netflix is now getting into the e-commerce routine while youtube is obviously trying to look at you know subscriptions because people are skipping ads a lot let's face it skipping ads a lot so netflix is obviously being challenged by youtube in an indirect way and so is youtube being challenged by netflix in an indirect way it's a battle of the business models but today's thing i want to take a step back is not about you know the battle of the business models i'm trying to understand what netflix has done in order to promote its own content netflix has done something really amazing wherever you go right now i'm in the uk but even in india Uh, and and anywhere else what netflix is doing is that it is creating free content that people can actually look at when they are on youtube and while that just seems so natural it is not really natural i mean if you have to compare um, how these two companies are treating each other or rather how netflix is looking at youtube uh, just imagine a z and a sony fighting with each other on uh, viewership patterns but suddenly a sony uh, putting up an ad on z television just because you know z is going to give them access to millions of people that typically are not looking at sony's ads and would z accept that and would sony accept that as an executive and in sony entertainment yes that was my first job of uh, campus of the mica campus uh, as a student i had passed out and joined sony entertainment and uh, we tried to do that with z but that plan got scuttled by somebody either in sony or maybe z didn't accept it or something i don't recall but it's so difficult for two competitors to actually engage in this manner but netflix is doing exactly that what netflix is doing is that it's creating beautiful advertising in a sense but it is more like content i mean if you see the anil kapoor driven money heist uh, sort of song i think uh, shruti hasan's there and so are uh, so a bunch of other people rana dagubatti and and all of that but a lot of wonderful people are putting up great content which is free on youtube but it's also an ad for netflix now it doesn't come across as an ad does it it comes across as entertaining content by uh, on you know on its own merit by its own steam and that has been the policy for netflix across 
All countries, they've been creating content which is free. So in a sense, look at what they've done so smartly. So they've created a freemium program or a freemium platform of their own, except the free part is on YouTube, which is their biggest competitor. And the meum part is their own subscription-based platform. Isn't that amazing? So normally when people look at freemium services, you look at, you know, adding some free element to it and a premium element to it, whether it's, let's say, a LinkedIn. LinkedIn is great. You can understand that there's a LinkedIn premium, you pay for it. Or you look at a YouTube itself, you know. There is YouTube that you get through advertising and if you don't want to see advertising, then there's a YouTube premium. Very clear. What Netflix is doing is fantastic. It's a breakthrough and I don't think most people have understood it. Number one, it's a breakthrough because it is creating this platform, which is like it's outsourcing its free part to YouTube, getting people to actually look at its content, which it's providing for free on YouTube. Secondly, that content is actually a disguised ad to for people to go in and subscribe to Netflix. But that ad is so good that it can be consumed as content. And thirdly, Netflix is actually collaborating with YouTube rather than competing with it because it is also adding to YouTube viewership when it's doing whatever it's doing, isn't it? Three wonderful things that is kind of making this particular strategy stand out. I think what Netflix has realized is that the world of the viewer is so rapidly changing that people are not understanding it. Perhaps YouTube is always uh, going to be its competitor, but it's also not understanding the consumer, the way in which Netflix understands the consumer, the, the viewer or the user or the subscriber. What Netflix has understood is that A, the subscriber is not particularly fond of advertising at all. B, it is not going to even consume content which is around advertising unless and until the content is entertaining by itself. I mean, if you look at the cred ads, right? And we've spoken about the cred ads over here on this podcast before when it was called The Traveling Professor's Diary. Today, it's smarter with Sid. And it's a little bit smarter. But the fact is that the cred ads themselves were playing off on this specific format. That unless and until you are able to create content which is meaningful or entertaining, you're not going to actually be looked down. Uh, you're going to be looked down upon rather. Because advertising is kind of facing that sort of heat. Netflix has realized that. And to be honest, if if I even see the, let's say the Netflix uh, ad, let's say, for Money Heist. I mean, what does that have to do with Money Heist? AK and Anil Kapoor, sorry, and everybody else just, you know, having this wonderful song and we're waiting for it and all of that. It's like a fan anthem. And the fan anthem really works beautifully. The reason why it works beautifully is because they've also realized that, you know, with subtext, everything works. Yeah. I what I would do to be a fly on the wall to really understand the kind of data and the kind of insights and the kind of beautiful patterns that Netflix is able to see about how people are viewing things right now. I'm sure there must be some strategy room in YouTube which does the very same. But Netflix is using YouTube's business model <laughs> against itself. And that's what I'd like you to, you know, have a think about while I close this one out. I think Smarter with Sid is trying to look at various interesting aspects of this wonderful commercial but lively world that we live in. And one of these is to look at how competition and collaboration kind of coexist peacefully. One of the things that makes us realize that is if we up our knowledge game with the latest concepts and 
pull our learning to the next level. My program is going to come up soon. This is a soft plug for that. Yes, but this content will work hopefully on its own. And I hope to have added some value through this episode of Smarter with Sid. Hopefully making you that 1% smarter as it did me when I looked at the wonderful Netflix stuff uh, that is doing on YouTube. I hope you like this. And if you like episodes like this, then just check out other podcast man on the IVM podcast thing. Wonderful stuff they've got. And, uh, you know, just follow me. I'm the traveling professor on Instagram or on LinkedIn. And I'll be happy to connect with you. Cheers. Cheers.